0: Thanks for joining us today here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates with Nolan Baker and Scott Kirshner. Myself, my name is Chris Swan. Really do appreciate you spending part of the day with us today. Here's how you reach out, 419-794-3030. Once again, 419-794-3030, online, Headquarters.com. On today's show, a TV comedy star admits she's been left out of her famous mother's will. We're going to talk about a bagel tax. Yes, that is actually a thing. Uh, why weird taxes are just another reason for a good tax strategy. And we're going to pay tribute to a late, great Hall of Fame sportscaster. All this and more. But first, I got to check in with the guys. Nolan, Scott, as always, glad to be with you. How you doing today? Doing great, you know, or
1: excited. Uh, We had a good interview that we did last weekend talking about Mm -hmm, the Toledo Jeep Fest that's Mm -hmm. going on right here in Northwest Ohio this weekend. So, you know, for anybody who's looking for something fun to do this weekend, make sure you get out to the Toledo Jeep Fest uh, downtown. 65,000 people came out last year and another exciting event. Uh, If you missed the interview or Heck, if you missed any one of our past interviews that we had, we post them all online. You can get them at uh, any podcast that's out there, whether it's the Spotify, uh, the Apple podcast, or even check us out on YouTube. Just type America's Retirement Headquarters. So enjoying the summer and uh, time's going by. I know yeah. my son is getting uh, counting down the days till he goes back to college and of course my other son going back off to high school, so where'd summer go? Yeah, I
2: know it's it's it's, it's long gone, you know. And, and we talked last week. Um, I made a trip two weeks ago to uh, Kent to get uh, a trailer load of uh, my daughter's belongings <laughs> out of her house she was renting with uh, three other girls. And then last weekend, my wife and I went to uh, town about 25 minutes outside of Cleveland and moved her into a new apartment. So. Um, it was crazy. It was like 90 degrees, right? And kind of like, you know, whether you like him or not, but kind of like Donald Trump always says, you know, the best place to be is on the top floor. Well, she was in the penthouse. She was on the top <laughs> floor, no elevator, lugging all of those boxes upstairs. So uh, my, my, my leg workout was complete for the next six months, I think, after that. But, uh, no, it's good to have her getting settled in, starting a job and career, and um, doing her thing now.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, you can go and take the rest of the year off. Maybe, you know, hopefully until (laughs) next year not having to move anybody again. And then maybe at that point, just, you know, there are certain things that are just worth the price to pay. And and that one might be one where you might want to just go ahead and pay for the movers going forward. When it comes to your retirement, it's not something that you necessarily want to do yourself. You definitely want to offer some professionals there. And again, the team at America's Retirement Headquarters, they're here for you. 419-794-3030 is that number. Guys, I saw a new survey that found nearly four in five financial professionals have actually changed their approach to retirement planning in the last year now I don't think that you guys are but if you are one of them what made you change and how did you adjust to their fear of running out of money but also if you didn't make any changes which again I'm thinking is more likely uh, why have you guys stayed the course
1: well I think if you look at it again being in a business for over 20 years and financial services you know one of the things that uh, that scares me is the fact that you know that many people are making changes so You know, oftentimes what happens is an investor will get into some type of plan Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden the plan starts to appear like it's not working and they'll want to change courses. And, And what that oftentimes means is that an investor buys an investment, it goes down in price and all of a sudden they they change strategies so they maybe go to something safe and what appears to be better. So if we look at like the course of this year, right? So the stock market, again, depending upon what index that you look at, it topped out back in like November, December, January. And then it has proceeded to fall for the first, you know, really six months. But you know, towards the end of June, the market actually for the most part has bottomed out. The markets had a nice rally and recovery. So had an investor really dramatically changed their overall approach, one more time the you know markets will teach a painful lesson that you know changing gears after the fact is like trying to drive looking in your rearview mirror mm-hmm. uh, which oftentimes doesn't work very well you know what i would say is uh, being a former marine you know as a veteran of the marine corps uh, i think the marines taught me to be adaptive sure. and so one of the things that i would say is you know we've had to be somewhat adaptive overall in the marketplace so Back in the past when uh, COVID really came out and we were worried about uh, companies maybe going out of business, worrying about, you know, what companies or sectors to be in, you know, we started running an analysis and looking at stocks that had high cash, low debt positions. Uh, We started looking at companies that have Uh, things that are needed every single day so like the companies that provide the cereal and the soda pop and the food you know and even though inflation has made food costs higher you're still going to the grocery store yeah you may complain about it a little bit more um you know so trying to be adaptive the other thing that you know we've kind of been adaptive is a a lot of investors are trying to figure out you know do i get in or out of the market you know this constant battle and it's an emotional challenge and i think as a chaz at our office points out You know, if you're getting in and out of the market, you've got to get it right twice. So you've got to decide when's the right time to get out and when's the right time to get back in. And again, if you look at the average study that's out there, the average investor, you know, has a hard time and, and typically can get it wrong. So one of the things that we've done is we've been using a lot of hedging strategies. So like our protected equity portfolio, what it does is it allows you to participate you know as the markets recover but provides further downside if and when the markets go down and then of course if you've been listening uh, either uh for a past year or the past 20 years that we've been on radio here on wspd you know that we've been talking about the last several years as interest rates have bottomed out it's a good idea to be adaptive and start looking for changes to the bond market so the best advice i can give is be careful if your investor And somebody's giving you advice to make big changes after something happens
2: you know that kind of ties into a little bit about what I do um you know my dad you know I miss him dearly but my dad was one of those guys I'm like Dad, for crying out loud I'm your son you think I'm gonna steer you wrong but he would always see these commercials knowing that his son is in the business (laughs) and freak out and say son I saw this commercial and now it says I can get this am I all set you know one of the things you really hit on, Nolan, is kind of one of the things I do, you know, I've adapted. Uh, I had some philosophies and mindsets on how I would sell like certain product, like dental insurance, for example. And I would go through this and say, you know what, dental insurance is dollar for dollar. You know, you pay this premium and it's basically going to cover dollar for dollar. But what I've realized is the more I'm I'm working with some of these companies is I realize that dental insurance is a a pretty good thing to purchase because even though it's dollar for dollar, but you also have the additional coverages if you need them in the future. Uh, So I've adapted as an an advisor and, and, um, you know, a Medicare agent selling uh, to to clients. And uh, like you said, be wary of the person that's out there telling you, hey, you need to change this. This plan is not best for you anymore unless it's a professional like like yourself or or me
1: yeah and we just got everything updated so a final thought for those listening again go to americasretirementheadquarters.com and right there on the main screen when you log in we've got a brand new video that talks about the threats and opportunities you know facing retirees so we talk about how to protect your hard-earned assets and officially plan your estate and we'll talk in that video we'll talk about the different threats and opportunities again that's available right on our website or for anybody that's out there just google independent income system it'll take you right to that video that gives you some more pointers on this topic so
0: it's all about uh, you know being able to control what you can control and it's pretty easy when you know everything is going crazy to feel like you're out of control and want to make changes but uh, more often than not almost all the time you know can't speak in absolutes here but uh, making those drastic changes is going to be costly in the long run when it comes to you know timing the market the saying it's better to be lucky than good doesn't really hold water there because you have to do it twice, like Nolan said. So having an actual strategy put in place beforehand to know that these things are going to happen and to account for all of them uh, all starts with picking up the phone, giving a call to America's Retirement Headquarters, 419-794-3030, or go online to America's Retirement americasretirementheadquarters.com. Another thing that people don't necessarily think about in the working world, but can become a factor Uh, In retirement is long term care. We've talked before about the spiraling costs of long term care insurance. And because of that, Barron says a lot of seniors are now going with other insurance products that cover those long term care needs. So aside from that black and white long term care policy, what other kinds of options are there?
1: i think there are some great options so Mm -hmm. if you boil it down there's really kind of five categories so one is you know a lot of people make a decision to do nothing and that quite frankly is making a decision and that decision is if you need long-term medical care uh you're going to just pay for it out of pocket absolutely Uh, some people can afford to do that other people are just hoping that the heads or tails coin toss doesn't end on them Uh, certainly for those of you that served in our military there's some veteran benefits so Mm -hmm. as a veteran-owned business if you're not familiar with that. Uh, We work with a couple of elder care attorneys, so there's Medicaid strategies uh, that can be done for planning. So things like getting prepaid funerals, you know, knowing what the rules and regulations are uh, through attorneys are are great options. Traditional long-term care insurance is getting a lot more challenging because the costs keep going up and Mm up. Uh, I had met with some 90-year-olds last week for their annual review. Uh, they had bought long-term care insurance. Uh, they received their letter from a major insurance company. Their premiums are going up by eighty-seven percent. Wow! And they're, you know, they're in their nineties. Yeah. So I'm, um, you know, talking with them. They're they're healthy. They look like they're in their sixties. Quite <laughs> frankly, sure. you know, they could live for a long time and just simply pass away one day and pay this increased uh, cost. And so it is somewhat challenging. So the two ideas that you're for a listener, I'll give you is one is a life leverage plan. Uh, This allows you to put either a lump sum of money, or you can take, uh, oftentimes we'll take a 1, 2, or 3% withdrawal rate out of an investment or a retirement account and fund it over a course of a lifetime. And what it does is it creates instant protection if somebody needs uh, critical, chronic, or terminal illness coverage. And it's also a life insurance policy, so if you have your beneficiaries named correctly, it could be paid out income tax-free, probate-free cash. Now, with life insurance, you have to qualify for it, so you have to be healthy and you have to pass mm-hmm. you know, some qualifications. Mm-hmm. But the other option is is annuities with uh, long-term care uh, or
2: type of doublers for income options. So there can be some strategies, too. The life insurance, like you said, the, the I would say the biggest downfall with a life insurance policy is you have to qualify. If your health isn't the greatest, it may be difficult. But the life insurance with a long-term care writer or even the annuity with a long-term care uh, benefits in as well has really kind of taken over the old traditional uh, long term care policies. The nice thing about the uh, the high they call them the hybrid plans now, right? So the hybrid life insurance plan is is what I I really like to sell that for those that their health would allow them to qualify. Uh, but the way it works is, is instead of paying that premium like the old traditional and you go into a, a nursing home and, and something were to happen, you pass away, your beneficiaries get nothing, all of that money is basically gone. And the reason why people really like the hybrid is because there is some death benefit that is attached to the long-term care benefits. Um, Medicare does not pay for long-term care at all. Uh, Medicaid, if you qualify, Medicaid will actually uh, cover uh, some long-term care coverage as well, but you are also in a facility that they dictate where you're going to go. Not always the best option, you know. Um, One of the things you mentioned was uh, prepaid funeral expenses. So I took my mom to a um, to the funeral home to visit uh the family of uh, surviving family of someone that passed away and the gentleman came up to her and said um uh he had everything paid for so we get in the car to take her back home and she says son you know that guy he said that the best thing they ever did was buy to pay prepaid funeral expenses they didn't have to worry about anything Uh, i said well you know um that's one of the things that we do here at america's retirement headquarters And, and um uh, those are always good things. So, like you said, Nolan, I I totally agree that uh, there are some options out there. I think the least attractive option is to do nothing. You don't want to necessarily depend on your 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 family to take care of you, your kids. Um, that's very taxing and stressful on them as well. You know, I'm I'm crossing that bridge with my mom right now, and you know, long term care can cost anywhere from uh, you know three to seven, 000, eight thousand a month. Um, depending on the quality and and type of care you need. There are assisted living facilities and, uh, you know, apartment type facilities out there. But to do nothing is probably not your best option. Uh, We can absolutely make sure that you uh, at least have the tools if you do have to go into a home.
0: Being able to explore all the different options out there when it comes to long-term care, if it is that, you know, traditional use it or lose it policy to maybe using one of these, uh, you know, hybrid policies that has, uh that component built into it without any underwriting as scott said there's a lot of different ways out there the worst thing you can do these days i think it's like a 70% chance that every uh, uh retiree is going to need some form of long-term care assistance so the worst thing you can do is uh, not plan for long-term care at all explore all the options see what's going to work best for you Give a call to the team at America's Retirement Headquarters, 419-794-3030. AmericasRetirementHeadquarters.com is the website, like Nolan said earlier in the show. If you've missed previous editions of the show, interviews, or you just want to catch up, just search for America's Retirement Headquarters, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, there for you on demand to check out at your leisure. Just search for America's AmericasRetirementHeadquarters.com. Guys, we've talked about annuities a few times before here on the show. For those of you who don't know, uh, an annuity is an investment contract between you and an insurance company. In exchange for a lump sum or a series of payments, you usually get a guaranteed return at the interest rate that they have stated. But are they for everybody? How do you guys help clients answer that question and then steer clear of any obstacles that a particular annuity might actually present?
1: Well, I can think of a meeting I had earlier this week when I sat down with a couple that we've worked together for so oh, more than a dozen years and they have some annuities in their portfolio and they were kind of confused even though they've had these contracts for a while and annuities can be a confusing topics you know what they said is i hear all these good things and i hear all these bad things about annuities and so if we break it down really you know what you have to start with is an annuity is a contract so it's a contract with an insurance company mm-hmm. and within that contract there are different types of contracts guarantees that you can purchase and again you know when you look at it and read the fine print the guarantee is only as good as the claims paying insurance company so you want to work with you know somebody who's an a rated or financially sound company in contracts and guarantees uh, you could have what is called a fixed annuity Mm -hmm. so a fixed annuity is an investment that pays a fixed rate of return that has a set number of years that that rate is typically quoted out for and fact, you know, one of the things that's been extremely impressive is because we've seen these bumps in interest rates this year, uh, you know, we're starting to see the, the fixed rates of most traditional accounts that can range in that three to five year time frame. You know, those fixed rates I've seen anywhere from four to four and a half percent rates now today. So you know, rates have really started to come back up sure. in the fixed account. The next is what you call a index annuity. So an index annuity is a type of contract that allows you to participate usually in a percentage of gains when the market or the underlying index goes up but it's protecting you against loss if and when the market goes down you know so and that type of contract what you're trying to do is do a little bit better than a traditional fixed account right you know earn interest when the market goes up but you know have the safety of principle and then the third kind is a variable annuity so a variable annuity uh, just like the word implies usually means that it goes up and down with the stocks and bonds, or the underlying what's called sub-accounts. So it generally has market risk, and most people will use variable annuities for uh, what's called an income rider. So they'll have some type of income uh, that they can get income for a guaranteed period of time, uh, either their lifetime. So the first thing I think that you have to do is you have to go back to what is the desired goal, and what is the outcome that you're looking to try to accomplish?
2: Do you typically sell the variables? I usually
1: don't. So when you you hear about annuities are expensive, right? Right. That's one of the things that people say. Right. Well, in almost all scenarios, they're really referring to variable annuities because when you have a variable annuity, you typically have mortality and expense ratios. You have subaccount expense ratios. Mm -hmm. You have administrative fees. uh, You have rider charges. And so it's oftentimes, you know, those type of contracts that get to be uh, extremely expensive. Uh, I can think of one particular client that I have that, you know, he wants to be able to be in the market but at the same time he can't sleep at night knowing that if something ever happens to him his wife's not taken care of right so in his situation the variable annuity kind of makes sense because it can protect you know through a death benefit his a surviving spouse okay uh, for those people you know that the market's close to an all-time high and you want to try to protect your income those would the, be the areas that you take a look at them but most commonly what i would utilize is the fixed or the index annuities sure. in my practice right. so you know if we look at bonds bonds uh, have had a really big challenge but bond funds continue to face interest risk you know we also manage money uh, primarily with charles schwab but it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for a client say to pay us to manage money in a portfolio in an asset class like you know traditional bonds that are gonna be maybe a losing asset class. What we can do is we can take that, remove that out of the portfolio, insert something like a fixed account or an indexed annuity. Mm-hmm. And then that one is gonna eliminate the management fees and expenses. And number two, it's gonna have more of a predictable outcome Uh, certainly both scenarios, the fixed or the index going to principally protect them against market decline. But then give them a better opportunity, at least in my opinion, than what they could have got and the traditional bond fund account. So for those of you that are listening, if you have bond funds, um, you know, if you've heard about the pros and cons of annuities, um, you know, it is a confusing topic. That's why we've created, again, more YouTube videos on uh, this topic talking about what is a fixed index annuity. Uh, It's something that if you have an annuity and you're like, you know, I don't really know if this annuity is in my best interest. I don't really even understand how it works. Maybe your uh, agent who sold it to you got out of business. Maybe you're just looking for a second opinion. Uh, We'd be happy to sit down and go through your annuity contract and talk to you about, you know, what you have, what the pros and cons are, what the fees and expenses are. Uh, But just like the client that I met with, there are good and there are
0: bad annuities. And, you know, you may have heard bad things out there. If you have, you know, go ahead and bring that to the the table. When you have the conversation with America's Retirement Headquarters, they pride themselves, as you can hear on the show, as you've seen on the YouTube videos, on education and, and offering insight. And so, you know, bring that to the table. They'll have the discussion and say, yes, not all annuities are created equal. They're not necessarily right for everybody out there. But to see if it could be a valuable part of your retirement toolbox, so to speak, 419-794-3030 is how you go about doing that, how you get started. There, guys, there was an article on the Motley Fool website that addressed the importance of having an emergency fund in case you deal with a sudden hardship while in retirement. It said, not having one, but actually several years of living expenses saved... What do you think about that? Do you agree? And can you craft a retirement plan where you don't have to imagine a retired life without a paycheck?
1: Well, I I think having emergency accounts to me is a no brainer. I mean, my kid going off to college at his young age, I think it's a good idea to have Mm -hmm. some emergency account. In fact, even some emergency funds. So like one of the things that I do in my wallet, uh, there's a special hidden spot that I keep $100. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, I was years ago, I was out and, uh, you know, my credit card. I think I got it zapped because I got it close to a magnet. Oops. So it didn't work. Yeah. And so luckily I had a, you know, back up hundred dollars so I could buy, you yeah. know, some food and get me through that, that travel plan. So, you know, small things like that down to when you get into your working life, you know, it's a good idea to have six months worth of living expenses mm-hmm. set aside Absolutely. in case you lose your job. But when you get closer to, or in retirement time, it is crucial to have an emergency account set aside. And and I would agree with the Motley Fool article that it's several years. So for those of you that are drawing current income off of the portfolio, pay attention to this. If you're taking money out of your stock market account and the stock or bond market is going down, You're selling off more and more of your investments each and every month to come up with the same paycheck. You're actually negative compounding your account. Mm -hmm. You're accelerating your risk of outliving your money. There's been so many studies on this talking about the sequence of returns. It's so much better off, at least in my opinion, and that's why we have the process called the independent income system. So within the independent income system, what we do is we set up the current income bucket of money. In that current income bucket of money, what we're looking to do is we're looking to set aside, you know, three to five years worth of money. Uh, And that's not to say that it's not a bad idea to pull money off the stock market. Like in 2021, the stock market went up so Mm -hmm. it's okay to sell and take profits but you know in the beginning of 2022 when the markets were challenged you need to have some backup plans just like what we had talked about a minute ago when we were talking about annuities if we have an index annuity that was principally protected against market loss if the market goes down it allows us to switch our withdrawal strategies and or take money out of those accounts to fill up that current income bucket of money so Guys, if you're listening and you're taking money out of retirement or you're within five years of retirement, now's a great time to take a look at developing a current income bucket of money that can help protect you if you need money uh, within the next five years. Again, if you wanna know more about that whole process, just Google independent income system, or in fact, go over to our website, AmericasRetirementHeadquarters.com. Right on the main banner, you can see threats and opportunities
2: where we break you down these different areas. There's no question, you know, look what happened back when uh, COVID hit, you know. If you were in retirement, you're, you're not going to be able to recover with some of the losses that were hit out there. You know, you and I, we're still working and we can still recover from that, but mm-hmm. if you don't have that money set aside for that uh, disastrous or catastrophic situation that pops up and it could even be health, you know, you, you never know. I mean, it is very, very important to have money put aside for that emergency. You know, I told my daughter, you know, here you are, you're starting to work, you're starting to make some money. You definitely want to make sure you put some money aside for when that, uh, you know, microwave goes out or that refrigerator goes out or something like that. You don't want to end up trying to live paycheck to paycheck. Isn't that what dad's for? No, yeah, that is what dad's for. It is. It so is. for those of you who see, don't have a Scott Kirshner. I need to see Kirshner, your wallet. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I need to see your wallet there. On the
0: exactly. <laughs> if you don't have a Scott Kirshner as your emergency fund, a better way is to go ahead and plan for it ahead of time. Yeah. Go ahead and setting aside, you know, uh, if you can, you know, years of, of living expenses so you don't have to compound those those losses. It could take a little bit of time, but uh, the team at America's Retirement Headquarters, they can help you with the process. Go Google the independent income system or go to America's Retirement Headquarters dot com to learn more. And then just click right there and schedule a time to speak with them and start developing that plan. Or if you prefer, give a call, 419-794-3030. Now, guys, we've talked about the importance of estate planning and leaving a legacy for our loved ones, or, uh, you know, perhaps not. Tracy Ellis Ross is the star of the ABC sitcom Blackish, and she recently joined Kevin Hart on his show, Heart to Heart, and during that show, he revealed that her legendary mom, singer Diana Ross, actually isn't going to be leaving her kids any money, even though she is worth $250 million. So she always used to say, I do all of this for you, and yet I'm not leaving you any money. You better make a job for yourself. She's like, yeah, I will pay for your housing, your medical, and your food until you can get your own job and then go do your thing. So I've heard both sides of this coin. Do most of your clients want to help their kids, or do they feel like they've done enough and and the kids should have to find their own way?
1: Well, I guess, you know, from all of us being parents, you know, we always want to do whatever we can to help our kids uh, help themselves, I would say, at the end of the day. You know, when I think about a lot of my clients, at least, and I'm sure you can comment on the clients that you help out too, but a lot of my clients, they think, you know, I've done a lot for my kids. I've helped them out. You know, we've got them started in life. We're always here for them if we need. Um, But at the same time, I mean, I think they're really trying to focus on enjoying their retirement. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'll hear people say, if my last, you know, paycheck bounces, that was the perfect retirement. (laughs) At the, the same time, I think I do hear people that say, you know, hey, I want to, you know, be able to leave some money to my loved ones. Um, so every situation is a little bit different. Uh, it can kind of fall into those two camps uh, of being able to help people out. You know, one of the things that we've tried to do is, you know, I think in, in my experience, uh, there oftentimes is money left over. Right. And I think, you know, if you look at it, uh, whether it's Diana Ross's example, a charity or, or whether, It's family. I think the one person that we have to get out of this equation is the one relative that nobody should try to leave money to, and that's Uncle Sam. Mm. Uncle
2: Sam is right.
1: Yeah, so if you had a choice, if there's money left over, you know, leaving it to a charity or leaving it to you know, some loved ones. That's why we've created the ultimate estate planning checklist. And, you know, within the ultimate estate planning checklist, this are areas that you want to be taking a look at. Mm -hmm. Um, I had got together with uh, some new uh, families here recently. Great couple, uh, wonderful family. Uh, You know, some of the kids are already starting to become independent. Mm -hmm. Some of them are still finishing up school. Uh, You know, what they and I found out is, you know, they didn't have really any estate plans in place. Right, right. You know, so that is kind of where it's a little bit scary. And so when you think about guarding your legacy, even if your desire is your last paycheck balances, there are still, I think, very specific steps that you should take to help out your family in a situation um that's really why we've put together that ultimate estate planning checklist scott you had talked about uh, the example of mom you know working on some prepaid funeral arrangements yes you know unfortunately there's two realities in life right death and taxes Mm -hmm. those are the two you know so let's eliminate taxes and you know, in mom's situation, whether she did it or any of our listeners do it, it's a really good idea to have your prepaid funeral done and taken care of. Mm-hmm. I can speak from personal experience, you know, I lost my brother tragically and I was a disaster sure. when I was trying to help, you know, his wife out with picking out stuff and you know, at that time I was just like, Whatever's the best, you know, let's just get right. the best for right. him, you know. And and that was the mental state that I was in at the time. And of course, as those of you who have been listening, of course, I also lost my mom to to pancreatic cancer, which, mm-hmm. you know, cancer sucks, but I, I had an opportunity to talk to mom. We had an opportunity to do the prepaid funeral. You know, we had an ability to make some decisions. And I would say the funeral home did a fantastic job. Uh, but just, you know, again, one perfect example, the guest book, uh, it was $250 at the funeral home. Um I went to the local store and I just bought one for like $15 mm-hmm. just so I could get, you know, the names to send thank you cards out. So those are why some things are important. The other thing that I think is important is I would say 90% of the time I get together and I review beneficiary forms. Mm-hmm. So not everything passes through your will. Things that go through your will are things that are uh, what I would call probatable. So a will is you know, traditionally a letter of instructions to a judge. Right. And I- I'm not an attorney. Scott's not an attorney. We're not trying to give you legal advice. We're just trying to help you out. And in fact, we work with some great local attorneys that do estate planning that if you need some of these legal legal documents you can get in place but most financial accounts you think about like the retirement accounts that we manage you name a beneficiary and when you name a beneficiary that's where the money's going to go you know so it doesn't matter what it says typically in your will it's what's in writing on your annuity contract your life insurance policy and those are where we find mistakes that are that are out there and you know the the reality is you cannot change a legal document after the fact even though maybe it was the intent to do something different this is what's in writing so you want to get it right if you have not reviewed your estate plans in the last two years uh, give us a call we would sit down we'd have a conversation Uh, The great news is we're not attorneys, so there's no clock ticking in the background. Exactly right. You know, our first visit is just to have a conversation. And even if you wanted to get a copy of our ultimate estate planning checklist, we'd make that available as one of our listeners where you can go through this and you can share this information with your family and make sure that you've crossed the T's and dotted the I's so you can be a little bit more confident to make sure all of your legal documents are up to date. And no matter what your wishes are, you're trying to get your wishes uh, as close to perfection as possible.
2: If you want to make an uncomfortable Christmas or Thanksgiving, don't have things prepared and have to go through settling an estate, especially when there's some money involved. You have to make sure you've got things put in place. This guide that uh, Nolan and I have created, not only does not have the beneficiaries and a lot of the accounts in there, but it also, uh, you know, after settling some things up with my dad, account numbers, passwords for different different accounts, like your cell phone. I mean, if something were to happen all of a sudden to the the one that pays the bills and and uh, argues with the cell phone company or the cable company, and then the, the survivor has to get on the phone with them and talk about it, they don't have any idea what those passwords are. Those mm-hmm. are some of the areas that we put in with the Ultimate Estate Planning Guide. We started out this segment talking about um, uh, is it a good or bad? It's There's no right or wrong. It's very important to make sure that you have your estate planning put together. One simple question uh, for all of you listeners and viewers out there. Uh, go home tonight, and if your parents are still alive, um, ask them that difficult question. I'll bet you'll be surprised that you have no idea what mom and dad really want. What type of casket? What do you want a casket? Do you want cremation? What type of service? What color of uh, thank yous? And and, um, most people have no clue because they refuse to talk about it. And once again, not making a decision is, is not doing yourself any favors at all when it comes to this.
1: No, I think as you point out, it can destroy family. So it's something to have a conversation with mom and dad about something that you should be looking at if you haven't looked at it in a couple of years and something we're always happy to help with.
0: Again, it could be an uncomfortable conversation, but it's uh, less so than, you know, not having anything put in place and then trying to figure out what's going to happen from here on out. Now, if you are the, you know, the the deceased, that's not something that I think you really want uh, for your family to do. So this ultimate estate planning guide, again, it could be a very valuable part to give um, some comfort to your family members, to your your survivors in a time where uh, comfort is very much needed. So have that conversation. It, it's awkward, but again, uh, it is definitely, I think, well worth having. 419-794-3030 is the number, how you get started, how you get a copy of that ultimate estate planning guide, or you can also go online to americasretirementheadquarters.com. Guys, a recent survey found that about 40% of Americans now fear retirement more than death. <laughs> Sorry for keeping the focus on the death thing here, but uh, the main reason yeah. is that uh, people gave the a fear of growing old without having enough income to support themselves. I think that is a very real and understandable concern. Uh, is that something that you guys see when people come in?
1: Well, you know, when I was looking at this week's topic and I saw that one, I think that stat is very sad. You know, it should be right. one of the best times of their lives. Absolutely. You know, I can think of, um, you know, even my mother-in-law, when she retired, uh, they got an RV and her and her husband went and spent two years traveling around the U.S., Uh, staying at different military sites because uh, he served in the Marine Corps and in the the Army, and they have really good rates. They take great care of veterans. He got to travel the U.S. for, you know, two, two and a half years, came back home and now are settled down. Uh, I can think about uh, other clients of mine that are out and about traveling right now. You know, retirement should be a point in your life that you get to enjoy the fruits of your labor. I think for a lot of folks that have worked hard, Um, you know, they're able to do that. You know, I tell people to turn off some of the news channel and turn on the travel channel. That's one of the best things that you can do. To me, even people that have saved a lot of money. So if you're listening and, you know, you saved more than $500,000, you may still feel a little uncomfortable of, do I have enough money to make it? And part of that comes down to making sure you have some strong guarantees in place. We talked about some guarantees in the first segment of the, the show, but when you look at it, you have reliable income and you have variable income. You have, you know, what is your minimum monthly income needs? If you look at your minimum monthly income needs is, you know, how much does it cost to keep the roof and lights and, you know, the food and all the things that you need and how much of that income is covered by reliable income, income like annuities and pensions and social securities. If there's a gap to that, you should look at having a conversation about filling up that gap with more reliable income, then you leave your variable income for the fun stuff, right. you know? So like last year, again, in 2021, the market did really well. Mm-hmm. So maybe last year was the good year. You spend the extra profits, you know, for your uh, fun money and then use that to take the Viking river cruise or use that to, you know, remodel the house or use that to do something else. And then, you know, years like this year where inflation is really high, the market's down, gas prices are very high. You know, maybe this is the year where, you know, you you fix up the car versus go get a new car. So I think looking at your money in a different way would help that issue because what we want to do is we want to see you on the travel channel telling your story about, you know, where's the next trip that you're going. Mm -hmm.
2: Nolan, do you think that maybe some of, like like with those numbers, I agree with you, those numbers are horribly sad. When I look at those numbers, I look at it and I think, well, you know, some of the things that change the older you get in your retirement Um, you know, your catastrophic exposure for health is going to go up. We talked about um, long-term care earlier, but some of your expenses as you slow down and stop traveling a little bit kind of go down, right? But those numbers with people worrying about running out of money are probably the ones that are traveling, the ones that are out doing things and not just kind of sitting back and kicking their heels up uh, during retirement. So, if they don't have the money to do that, I, I would think that those were those numbers are coming into play. You know, you, you said your uh, in-law bought an RV and was traveling around. Well, if they run out of money, they're not going to do any of that stuff. So I would think that, that those are the areas where people are really concerned about running out of money. Uh, because let's face it, you know, my mom at 84 years old. Her day-to-day activities are nowhere near what it was when they were, you know, mom and dad would go to Florida for 35 years. They would spend January through April in Florida. That stopped about, uh, I don't know, three or four or five, five years ago maybe. So they kind of became homebodies, and those expenses were a lot lower. I'm not so sure that they were concerned about running out of money as those people that are really spending their money are. Yeah, valid point. So I mean, if you're
1: listening, and you have questions about your money, you're a little worried about running out. Uh, let's have a conversation. Absolutely. You know, it's always worth a second set of eyes to take a look at it. Maybe there's some things that uh, you were not aware of that maybe there's ways that we could, you know, boost your income by getting more yield on your dividends and interest. Maybe look at giving you more reliable income to be able to lay your head on your pillow at night and sleep a little bit more comfortable. That's what we do. We're here for your retirement.
0: And know that you're not alone out there. It is the number one fear among retirees and pre-retirees is outliving your money. So if you have that concern, completely valid. But what are you doing about it? Again, control what you can control. Take the steps. Start putting together a plan and uh, really, you know, shore up your, your chances of success in retirement. 419-794-3030. That's how you get the team in America's Retirement Headquarters to help you with that. Start developing that plan. 419-794-3030 and online, AmericasRetirementHeadquarters.com. Speaking of websites, guys, the personal finance site, GoBankingRates, came up with a list of unusual taxes. For example, in New York, there is a tax for having someone pre-slice your bagel. In Utah, there is an additional sales tax on anything you buy from someone who's not fully clothed. And Maryland imposed a so-called flush tax for water. Uh, obviously, guys, governments are always looking for ways to separate us from our money. How important is it to have a strategy when it comes to taxes that we have to pay?
1: Well, if you think about it, I mean, all the taxes that are out there, there are so many different taxes that are out there. When I saw the flush tax, I was kind of reminded of a trip I took uh, a couple of years ago. My my wife and I, we went over and did the Adriatic Sea. So we went from um, Venice and we cruised up mm-hmm. uh, Adriatic Sea all the way to Croatia. And when you stopped and got off at different places, you actually had to pay uh, to use the bathrooms and oh. you know i wasn't coming from the us i wasn't used to that experience sure. sure i don't know if that went to their government or went to the guy that was guarding the door's pocket but you know somebody's always trying to get into your pocket one way or another uh, i think it's even things like you know if you look at your cell phone bill i think there's mm-hmm. like a tax from the uh war from you know right right. before i was even born right. right so there's always there's always somebody trying to get into your pocket um uh, if we take a look at it i mean you know, we can sit here and we can certainly poke fun at uh, at taxes and, you know, we could spend all day talking about that. Unfortunately, we only have a couple minutes left on today's show. There's things that you can control and there's things that you can't control. Absolutely. You know, we spend too much time dwelling about the things that we have little to no control over. There are absolutely things that you can do to control your taxes. So, you know, there was a, a judge, I think his Honorable Leonard Hand, and he talked about there's two systems of taxation one for the informed and one for the uninformed Mm -hmm. so if we look at it you know for somebody that's close to or in retirement time there's uh, a strategy and there's strategies that can be done to help lower your taxes in fact you know one of the ones we talked about if you've been listening to the show for a while is a couple of weeks ago when the market had uh, really kind of bottomed out and we were promoting on the show the concept to take a look at a portion of your retirement account and convert it over to a Roth IRA. So a traditional retirement account, uh, you haven't paid taxes on that. And what happens is you're gonna be forced to pay taxes when you take that money out. Now, most people will wait until they have a forced, required minimum distribution known as an RMD. And so what happens is if you're successful in your investing approach, your account is worth more, which means if your account is worth more and you haven't paid taxes, your tax rate going to be higher. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they're looking at this massive spending bill yet again. Right. Massive spending bill that Washington wants to cram down America's throat to spend more money. And, you know, we haven't even been able to come up with any. Money to cover the past spending bill that we have and the massive amount of debt that we have in the United States. To me, that math doesn't work out. I mean, I don't have to have a calculator to figure that out. Somebody has to pay for this massive spending. And what I believe it's going to be is in the form of higher taxes in the future. So, again, focus on what you can control. One of the things that you can control is things like a Roth conversion. So, you can take a look at taking a portion of your money, converting it over to a Roth IRA if you follow the rules and regulations on how that works, again, generally speaking, you have to have the account open for five years and be after the age 59 and a half before you take your profits out, but then you can get them tax free. So would you rather pay money now while maybe some of the investments are a little bit lower or would you rather wait till they're higher in value when we could have a higher tax rate as well? Again, one more area that I think the comprehensive planning that we offer here at America's Retirement Headquarters is we love working with accountants. Uh, I'm not an accountant. I'm Mm -hmm. not a CPA. I'd always say, you know, get tax advice from your tax professionals. But, you know, let's work hand in hand most people meet with their accountants and there's great accountants here in northwest ohio Mm -hmm. but you know their job is really to record history and they're you know filing the taxes for last year that's right if you haven't had a proactive plan for what do i need to do between now and end of the year to lower my taxes for next year and or in the future you're the type of individual that could benefit from a tax roadmap. And, you know, again, the market hasn't fully recovered. Uh, prices are still low. There's still great opportunities where you can look at things like selective uh, Roth conversions and uh, tactically control your taxes.
2: When I was a coach, I would always tell the kids control the controllables, you know, and and this is a way to do that control the taxes you can't control what what's going to happen with the market we can't control a lot of the other things out there and you can actually use that as you go out through life Uh, you know don't worry about some of the things that you cannot control they're gonna happen you have to deal with them but the things you can control is where you need to be proactive and really take take action and taxes is one of them
0: as we mentioned earlier you know when it comes to the markets a lot of advisors a lot of financial professionals out there they are looking in the rearview mirror and saying what has happened and then being a reactive approach, the same sort of thing with taxes in retirement, it is vastly different than in the working world. You don't want that rear view mirror approach to it. You want to look again, as Nolan said, in the coming year and, and the 20, 30 years, you're going to be spending in retirement because that money goes without saying, but I'm going to mention anyway, the money, less money that you have to pay to Uncle Sam is more money you get to keep towards your retirement. So a tax strategy is as important as anything else when it comes to your retirement. All part of that plan to get started with the team at America's Retirement Headquarters. Again, 419-794-3030 or americasretirementheadquarters.com. All right, we're coming up on the end of the show here, but let's have a little fun here. Let's imagine you can send a letter back in time. What kind of retirement advice, retirement guys, because we were having fun about this during the break, would you give to your younger (laughs) self? The principal insurance company put that question to a group of retirees and they had some pretty predictable responses. You know, start planning earlier, take advantage of uh, 401k matching funds if your employer has that, but I'm wondering what kind of advice would you, as you know, the retirement guy's formula. What would you offer? Wow.
2: Okay, so we did talk about this during the break, but um, you know, one of the things for me personally, I was working back in uh, the early '80s. I was working for a company called Toledo Trust, who was bought out by three different banks and is now fifth third. But in any case, I had ta- um, uh, stock options, and some wise uh, friend of mine told me. Take advantage of everything you can. And I remember I, used to, I put is the maximum amount of money I could put in, and I bought all these stock options, right? Well, lo and behold, I turned about 24, 25 years old, and I'm like, I want to have some fun. And I cashed in, sold it all, and bought a stupid motorcycle. Oops! I'm like, seriously? Am I? You know, I look back now, and I'm, I would write a letter saying, okay, don't sell stock to buy a motorcycle, I mean that's kind of a dumb thing to do. I, there's all kinds of things that I would tell myself, you know, invest early, and, and that's one of them, uh, you know, that people have. It's try to stay healthy, you know. I enjoyed a life back then. I enjoyed life and a lot, probably more than I should have. Um, probably stay away from a couple of uh, girls that I, I went out with. That would be another piece of advice I would give. But that's that. <laughs> I, I guess that's investing advice because they cost me a lot of money. Maybe you know so. Uh, you stay away from some of the things that are going to cost you money in a bad way and invest, invest, invest. Uh, you know, I,
1: I, if I think about it, if you're a listener, think about what advice you would give your 20-year younger you. Uh, for me personally, I'd say um, failure is okay. Yes. You know, when I started in this business and I was young, I've been doing this for 28 years, um, you know, I always feared failure. Yeah. And I can tell you at 46 years old how many times i failed in different things that I've done. But you know what I have learned from those, and you know it's by taking those calculated risks is you know how I've become very successful in you know building the practice that we have. So don't fear failure; it's uh, something you can kind of embrace is what I would tell my younger self. It's part of life. Uh, but that's something that I would give myself. So uh, Chris, I'll I'll ask you. I'll put you on the yeah, spot. Yeah, so, that's Chris.
0: <laughs> you know, I would I would uh, I did take advantage of employer matches, but I didn't I didn't do nearly as much as I, I probably could have at the time. And then, you know, maybe investing a little bit more in this, uh, this fruit company called Apple. I did a little bit, but I could have definitely done a lot more <laughs> right. out of that. You know, as we wrap up on the show here, I'm reminded of one of my favorite sayings, and I think it bears uh, true here, the best time to plant uh, an oak tree 20 years ago. The next best time is right now. Sure, you may look back and say, I wish I could have done this 20 years ago. I wish I could have done this. But there's no time like the present to really get serious yeah. about it. It's never really too late to start putting th- those things in motion. May need a little bit more work down the line, but uh, you'll be all be better for it. So if you've delayed planning for your retirement, if you've delayed talking about long-term care or a proper tax strategy, why not go ahead and get started today and start preparing for the next 20, 30 years of your life? America's Retirement Headquarters, they can help you with that real easy. 419-794-3030 is the number. You can always find them online, americasretirementheadquarters.com. I want to thank you so much for spending part of your day with us here on the show. We genuinely do appreciate it. Please have a great week ahead of you. And guys, as we wrap up, I want to leave you with the final word.
1: I'd say just along with that topic, uh, don't let the past steal your present or the future. So we're always here for you. We're on standby, ready to help out anytime you need us. In the meantime, have a great week. Enjoy the beautiful weather while we still have some here in Northwest Ohio. We'll be back same time, same channel right here on 1370 WSVD. Uh, We are America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates.
0: and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstance. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker. Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.